This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only, on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to Extra Time, the post-match phone-in show. And um, we're, today we're talking about Newcastle 1, Wolverhampton Wanderers 1, case surprise. Amy, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I know you should have put money on. I'm not a betting man or woman, well, woman, but you should have put money on that scoreline. And I just... 1-1 one, one against Newcastle, tell me something new is all I'm Do you know, it's it's out of the last 12 matches against Newcastle, nine of the games have been 1-1. One, one. Eight out of the last nine have been 1-1. One, one. The only exception being that last-minute uh, added time winner by Matt Doherty. And it was 1-1 one, one up until that point. <laughs> so, obviously broke the script. And then the last five in a row have been 1-1. One, one. You're absolutely right. I should have gone on my bet, uh, my ball sports betting app and put one one, but I went for three now because I got the last two right. I'm just a bit like about it last night. I don't. I mean, I know we were on a talk show, but I don't really have that much. <laughs> I just felt it was just when Newcastle scored, I knew it was going to be one one. I just couldn't see any other result. Like it was. It just felt like, oh, here we go again, 1-1. One, one. Um, and, yeah, it, it, that is all you can kind of say about it, really. I thought, yeah, the sea is trapped there saying good away point. Can't can't grumble at a point a point away, can you? Um, I just hoped for something a little bit more after the last few performances. Um, yeah, it's quite interesting, actually. I'm just going to change the, uh, the little the bubble. Um, Vinyl Revival says that's a ridiculous stat. I mean, it must be like that. That must be a record. I don't know what the record be. Two teams always on the same score line playing against one another. That must be somewhere within the stats record book, I would think, because it is. It, when you think about it, it is unbelievable. Eight out of the last nine games. One one in the last five in a row. I know it's absolutely uh, mad. We've got loads of people just starting to uh, to join us, saying hello to us. 
Uh, Jamie Howell said, I thought the first half wasn't great, the second half much better. Um, and he says hello to us as well. Um, I thought, yeah, I'd agree with that. I think, well, myself and my dad was on Dave's um, watch long at halftime yesterday for anyone that watched that. And then we said that the first 30 minutes were very, very disappointing. They allowed Newcastle far too much time on the ball. I think within the first 10 minutes, it was Wolves had 24% possession. Um, and they're just letting them just come on to them. They couldn't get the ball out of our half. Um, but then after 30 minutes, when Newcastle had that goal that was offside, I felt like they did come into the game. And I thought Adama's play last night was just absolutely fantastic. It just seemed the link-ups weren't reading the same him sheet as Adama was. I think there was a one point towards the end of the second half when um, Neto just completely wasn't on Adama's wavelength and it was a very fantastic run from Adama and it just went to waste a bit and I thought was that the bit when it went out yeah yeah and I think Pedro stopped I think Adama thought Pedro was going to continue to run on it and then Pedro stopped and the ball went out and, and, and to be honest I think he, I like this inverted wingers that he's playing since we've um, switched it against Southampton in the second half where he it gives the opportunity for Pedro Neto and Adama not just to go on the outside, but gives them the freedom to cut inside. Yeah. I think it, it really makes the defences a little bit more unsure. I've always liked the fact that I, I like Adama to have the space to run into. He draws okay. fouls. Yeah. And I think and that's, what, that's what's helped him playing better. I like, don't like to say it because he's a fantastic player, but he was so, he found out, like, all, every time you watch him, they just, Three men on him. They know exactly where he's going to play. Pull him over. Stop him playing. And Newcastle did that a little bit last night. But I did think he he was allowed to do what Adama did well. And it, for me, I know we'll come on to it, but he was my Wolves man of the match last night for sure. Well, again, we agree because I've given it to Adama as well. Uh, I'll be interesting to see what the callers have to say. We've got a lot of people back in the green room again. Um, today we've got Mini, Amy and Dad. We've got um, uh, young Craig. Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to give us a turtle on his tuba today because he did promise last time. Um, and then we've got Scott. Um, uh, we've got Statman Speedy and Steve at the moment. And hopefully we're going to be joined by, by um, someone from uh, Newcastle Fan TV. What was your rating for the game, Ames? Um, six. Performance. You gave I it a six. Like... It was just a bit of a nondescript game for me, really. I don't think there is much to write home about in terms of what well, Adama's performance was good, I thought. But overall, there wasn't really much to write home about. It was just a good point away from home. But I just don't think there's much between home and away this season anyway. So to say it was a decent point, continued the unbeaten run, haven't lost in February, which if you look back to what we were talking about after the Palace game, and it's all doom and gloom. I think it's been a very positive month for Wolves, and I just think the correlation between Johnny Otto coming back and not losing since he's been back in the team is quite a key one. I think it is, and if you look at the uh, the points for February, we've actually because we, I don't know, Wolves always seem to have it's either a bad January. We don't like January. It's like it, no, it's always... January. I hate January. I get such bad January blues. So maybe that's vibes runs off on the Wolves. I don't know. But it was dry January. They took it literally. No goals, no points. 
But we did have 11 points unbeaten in February, 11 points out of 15. That's a fantastic return and 34 points. We're only a few points behind. Someone might know, maybe James the Statman will know how many points worse off we are than last season. I think before the game, we were about two, but obviously a few more places. I think we're about ready to get our guests on. What do you say, Ames? Let's go. Okay, so first up today, let me just change the back screen. And Dave, everyone that's in, Dave has his timer now, so that's it. Come on with the timer. Yeah, because I've got the Graham uh, Graham Norton <laughs> chair that goes back, but we've got. Um, I nearly went on that Graham Norton chair once. That's a story for another day, though. Oh, you went on it. I was in the queue. They have so many people, and I was like the next in line to go on it. But that's now story. that's a story that we want to know more about. <laughs> hey, let's bring on Craig, and hopefully he's got his tuba. I haven't, Dave. Sorry. Morning, Amy. Morning, Dave. Hello. I'll you? let you off. You promised us, Craig. Uh, last game of the season. I'll play. It. How about that? Is that fair? <laughs> That's fair if enough. If yeah. we beat the Albion, then you've got yeah. to play. Oh, beat the Albion, yeah, that's to be a good Absolutely. one as well. Good morning to you, Craig. How good are you morning. today? Good morning, guys. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. And I can't believe that, that you, you've done a four-mile run, Amy, this morning. That's, just, <laughs> that's not... Oh, could you hear that? Oh, yes. I heard it all. Never <laughs> sag us off. We can, we can hear all, all that pre-show chat. <laughs> Let me tell you. Um... I'm just frustrated. I, uh, for, first of all, great that we didn't lose. I think, I think that's, you know, absolutely brilliant. Adama was magnificent last night, wasn't he? Yeah. Oh, he was, and, yeah. And, and teams do to us what we don't do to them. I said, said to you last night, Dave, about uh, we, we let players run through us and we just let them go. And we don't foul them. And we should foul them. You know, it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hard, hard game. Adama has a run. He gets five yards. What occurs? He gets fouled every single time. So, so teams are doing to us what we're not prepared to do to them. They're nastier to us than than we are we are to them. But he was fantastic last night. I thought um, the criticism of our number nine is really unfair. It is so unfair. The service to him is basically diabolical. He, he's he's having no chances made for him whatsoever. Uh, we made more chances for Silva in the last 10 minutes than we did in the first 80 for, for Ho, Ho, Jose, which was so, so to criticise him is really unfair. He's strong, he works hard for the uh, side, but, he, but he's getting no opportunities whatsoever. Um, a couple of stats for you. I don't know what it is about us playing bottom six sides. But we've got 12 points out of a possible 27, which is not good enough for a, for a, a side with the players we've got. We have got real class players. We're, we're, a, we're a top six squad without any doubt at all. Um, so, so only taking 12 from, from playing bottom, bottom uh, six sides, that's just really poor. And it, for, for, for me, it was summed up in the first, first uh, half where we, we came out, we seemed to be when we play these lower sides, just that half a yard slower, we, we it's almost as though we've got the thought process, we're a better side than you. So we don't need to be as quick in the tackle. We don't need to be as close to you. And we allow teams to get confident. We allow teams to come on to us. And we get the problem, again, where, where bottom sides seem to like to play against us and we give them too much space. 
Our shot to goal ratio is one of the worst in the Premiership. We're taking 8.7 shots per goal. And I think that's the second worst ratio. Third worst. Yeah, 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 it is, Amy. And and again, last night, um, Nevers, what a what a fantastic player Nevers is. But if, if he gets within goal range, he'll get one in 10 shots on target. You've got to make the goalkeeper work, surely. So, you know, that's a, a frustration for me. I'm delighted uh, that we've got uh, 11 points out of 15. That's that's a good run of form. See, see, so we can't come in here and uh, moan, really. Um, the clearance from Saiz was just... I couldn't believe that. Did you, I that just was... love, like, Saiz because I think that's what makes him such a lovable player because that could have, besides it's 50-50, either goes and he's a hero and saves that or he puts it in, doesn't he? He deflects of size and it goes in but last night it was unreal and that's he's always there isn't he? he's missed it we've oh. said this before he's missed reliable he's he's just that aggressive he's like aggressive fiery player that you like to have yeah. at the back and to play against him because you don't know what you know he's going to slip in these moves that he pulls out um it's quite, it's quite, in, must be interesting for the opposition. But no, he he did. I was a bit concerned it was going to go down as handball for a minute. I was thinking, oh God, he's in. His arm was in, and they say, you know, if your arm's in a natural position, that's the letter of the law these days. So he went off did that. You, did you did you see his face afterwards as well? Because like, <laughs> I don't think he actually realised what he did. And then he was like. Looking round to see where the ball was <laughs> like that, he just looped over the ball. I mean, you have. I think we've had our fair share of luck in February. Let's face it, we did get lucky. In but that we week. needed the luck to turn. Like you know, we've said before, you make your own luck, and sometimes you just need a few decisions to go your way. <laughs> I think first half of the year, a lot, of, quite a few decisions went the opposite way. So it's it's nice that we've had a bit of luck and turn, and it it swings. Hopefully, swings and roundabouts, doesn't it? Rui was again spot on. Um, Samado, Dave, I heard you say something absolutely spot on last night. Anybody moans about this guy, he's adjusting to a really fast league. He's playing in a side that's going to get attacked more than than the last team that, that he played on. And I'm really, really pleased with him. I think next season he's going to be an absolute star. Um, Neto had a, a sort of off night last night, but you know what? He's been absolutely brilliant for us. So, occasionally, he's going to be a bit off um, the pace. And my shirt today, I need to tell you, Amy, you, you might be a bit too young. I got spit on with this when we beat um, Sandwell Town at their place. 4-2. Do you remember that day? Is that you and Roberts? You and Roberts, Attrick. Steve is scoring a goal. And I got spit on by a guy that I uh, knew... And and went to a school with, and he just because because we could we've won. What a what a great great day though that was. And it was you know an absolutely brilliant day there. But it, that's my luck today, guys. I, I'm just really pleased with us. I think um, frustrating, yes, but in the right direction. Good. One thing, Amy. <laughs> yeah. That that your dad. Oh uh, yeah. To tell me, is golf at? I mean that's. That's some golf. Oh, I will tell you, he's not a golfer, but we've got oh. a house. My my granny was from Dunnet, so we've got a house up there. Oh, okay. So that's so we played in the practice holes, but 
we haven't played on the Royal Dornant Golf Course, but I've run across it quite a lot. <laughs> that golf course, eh, mate, Dave, uh, for a round is £270 for one <laughs> round of golf. What's your handicap? I'm a 10, 11. That's good. That's, Mine is yeah, just my, my handicap's my general technique, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so Dad's a, the, uh, the range. Dad's a bit of a fake with that hat because he's never, he can't hit a golf. He doesn't play golf at all, but he just, it's uh, where our family's from. Oh, so. I noticed That's it straight, straight away, you see. So, <laughs> so there you go. Guys. So, what's uh, it, finally, Craig, before you go, what's your rating for the game and your um, man of the match? I'm with you, six out of ten, and Adama well, by a mile. He, he's looking, he's looking, the absolute business for me. Fantastic. Well, thanks for coming on, and I do have that shirt, but I didn't get spat on at West Brom, which oh, I'm yeah. quite pleased about. Um, I've got to say, <laughs> Amy is the queen of retro shirts. Oh, she's, she's got, wow. oh, she's got so many. It's been not grown since I was about ten years old. So, Amy, you'll have to do a video for the channel with all of your shirts. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll do it, and you can edit it, Dave. <laughs> oh, that's fine. I'll do, I'll do the editing, Craig. Just remember, you've said live on air that you oh, definitely well, last, last we beat the Aggies. The oh, tube well. is coming out all the last match of the season. So at some point, we're going to hear you'd have a tootle on the tuba. Okay. okay. <laughs> Bless you. All right. Lovely. Nice. Have Bye. a good Sunday. Bye. So that's uh, Craig. Um, and uh, next up, we have Mini Amy, Rhea, and Dad. Hi guys. Hello. Hello. How are we both? All right, not good, too thanks. bad. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Good, thank you. The sun is shining, as I can see, it's shining with you as well. So, which is absolutely makes makes the days a lot brighter, doesn't it? So, no, no dancing today, Ria. No, I was no. no dancing on today. I had to miss last week. I had to do a Zoom class, so, but we're back today. Yeah, back we're in, back. back in business. Yeah. So now you're back after you've had a bit of um, a hiatus. How how did you find how did you find the game last night? What were you pleased about? And um, what weren't you pleased about? Uh, well, the first 30 minutes there was no point in even playing. We were passive and we were defensive. We was inviting pressure. And when we didn't have the ball, we wasn't hunting it down. A couple of games ago against Southampton in the second half. We were very good and we were threatening, we were attacking. but And then we did that against Leeds from the first whistle this time. But now we've gone back to our old self, you know, inviting pressure. So yeah. I don't think that was a very good start. Yeah, it was a waste of 30 minutes of football. But it's it, like we played an hour. Yeah, it, it, we played an hour basically yeah. and we drawed 1-1 after playing football for an hour. That first 30 minutes, it was back to, it was back to again, yeah. being passive. Letting them have the ball, showing them too much respect. When we're out of possession, not being hungry enough to hunt it down. When we have got the ball, playing at a tempo that's way too slow. But then after the first 30 minutes, we improved and we, we started. Into the game. Yeah. We did into the, I, I thought you had to take credit for Newcastle, though, because it, in respect, they were they are desperate for the points. They had to. I think they, they had to come out and show some fight yeah. to, for their fans. And they, they definitely went, you could see that the first 10, 15 minutes, they were so fired up because, you know, and they that came had to be, That had to be, you think, and me and Dave text before the game yesterday, and I said, it always makes me nervous when we play teams that are on a bad run, and especially when they are so close to the drop, because especially when they're at home, 
they've got to come out and play and they've got like if you were in that position and it'd be Wolves you you would have to and expect to see the way that Newcastle played so but you know we say about Wolves and especially the run that we have been on and the more positive play it was disappointing to see them allowed to do that as much because they should have been prepared that you would expect but that being said they did start to play better after the first 30 minutes significantly Oh, yeah. After the first 30 minutes, you know, it was back to a decent performance level again. It's just a shame that it's took us 30 minutes. That's a large chunk to of the game. the game. You're talking a third of the game yeah. gone. That's a large period of time. When I talk about the first 10 minutes, Newcastle come at us with a, a quick start. We talk about yeah. 30 minutes of the game gone, a third of the game wasted. So it's too long a period to allow a team like Newcastle, who, let's face it, have struggled this season. Yeah, they're just above the relegation zone. They don't want to be sucked in, do they? Yeah, you know, we need to, we need to get hold of the game more and start yeah. bossing it and start imprinting our will on the game instead of letting a team like Newcastle dictate things for 30 minutes. So that was disappointing. But then after that, I was pleased with what we showed. After that, we grew into the game. After that, we was more positive in our play. We was winning the ball back quicker and we moved the ball to quicker tempo. So, beyond that 30 minutes, for the rest of the game, I was pleased with what we had to offer. Yeah. I think that's a fair point uh, that, you, that you make there. They've got some good players. That Maximus, um, you know, I did like him. I was him very in- impressed by him. Yeah, he was good in Gladiator as well, he was. Um, <laughs> what, what is it? Father to a murdered wife. Husband <laughs> yeah. uh, to a murdered wife. Uh, father murdered son and I will have my revenge in this life I thought he was uh, he, he looked good he looked really good but I'll tell you what though the, 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 the trouble that he gave to our team was mainly when he got at Dendonka Dendonka yeah. struggled dealing with him Nelson Semedo in he, fairness did a good job yeah. he stood up well against him he didn't commit himself he didn't give away silly free kicks and he won the ball off him a lot of times so, so although Semedo well. caused us trouble in general by generally moving inside the pitch like Troy or Ainette I've been doing and getting that Dendonka when Semedo faced him up in general I thought Semedo had a good game again and held his own against a really difficult opponent yeah I thought Semedo was good last night um, I was a bit concerned when he went off at the end but I think it might have just been a bit of a niggle um, felt something a bit. Yeah, I think we'll see the uh, the best of Samado next season when he's. I think with yeah, Samado as well, and I think he was probably bought in mind to play more in the back four formation, which obviously because it's more um, what's that more possessive play, and obviously we know what's happened. We know the lack of preseason, and he didn't come into the season and started. So I think, like we've said today. He will, with a pre-season, time on the training ground, I think he'll be a, a year under his belt. And he's got, he'll have the crowd. He's never experienced a following yeah. crowd, which for him, I just think you would hope that would make any player just realise what they're part of. But he's never had that, which is yeah. the same for him. And the same for Jose and Silva. Hopefully with that factor, yeah. they'll all start to just get the best, even better out of them. Yeah, because the crowds boost your confidence and get your adrenaline going. It just makes you, you yeah. boost. We, we miss the crowd. There's no yeah, doubt about the, that. The you know, crowd helps the players. Wolves lot. have been one of the teams yeah. that have been more severely affected by our the lack of a crowd. Our crowd's a big part, isn't it, Yeah, team? it is. Playing at Molyneux and yeah. even the away support's fantastic. Yeah. You know, the away support, we always sell out. We, we travel really well. So I think Wolves have been one of the teams this season who've been affected by the pandemic. More yeah. than more than most teams have, because we rely a lot on the fan support. Yeah. yeah. So, 
Um, to summarise, who was your man of the matches and who? what was your rating? My man of the match is Traore because he was taking people on, going on the runs, and I think he did really well. Yeah, I think game. I think most people would say Traore yeah. had a very good game, drawing fouls, had to keep bringing him down yeah. and getting yellow cards. He gets fouls a lot. He created opportunities yeah. for other people as well. He created he a really good one for Neto in the first half, and Neto yeah. put wide when he should have at least hit the target. Um, but just to just to be different, because I think most people yeah. will say Traore today, everybody I'm asking. I'm going to give it to Samada because again, he I think was very good as well. that, that, that improvement we've seen from him, positive signs. He had a difficult opponent to play up against in Alan St. Maximan. And he, and he um, held his defense well. He, he and dealt with it well. Shape. He got forward well. Yeah. The goal came from his run. He, he, ran, okay. he traveled with the ball, got it to Neto, and then Neto's crossed with Neves. So just to be different, I'll give it to Samada. You, you do like to be different, though, don't you? You, you, you never agree with uh, with Rhea, ever. Nah. <laughs> and what was your rating? Uh, um, my rating is a six. The first half, the first 30 minutes, we were passive, defensive, inviting pressure. But then, as we've already said, it got better as the game went along. We grew into it. Then we was attacking people on. We was more attacking, and we was actually taking some chances. Yeah, I, th I think that's right. If you if you discount the first thirty minutes, I think it yeah. would have been a, a seven or yeah. a seven and a half. First thirty minutes brings that score down to to a six or six and a half. So yeah, I'd agree with that. I tell you what, I tell you what, Amy. There's got. We, we, I found out a little bit more about this uh, mini Amy. Um, her ultimate aim. You think I don't watch these things because I do. She wants to be Wolves women's captain. She's a little bit of a footballer herself, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't play football, so you're better than me already. <laughs> tell you what, if I, if I ever have a charity football game to raise money, which might happen 2022, I'm going to get you in my squad. What position do you play? I play midfielder. Like, so you like... So you basically run the show then, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I cover the ground. Good fitness. Yeah. Are you a defensive midfielder or are you an attacking midfielder? Um, I think I'm more defensive. No, no, no. Well, you do defend well. You I defend, well. but then I get, I go up the pitch as well. I can travel with the ball well. I can run with it well. So it's, it's a good all-round game. You know, box the box midfielder yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely mm -hmm. fun. And every time. Are you uh, in the Wolves women program yet? Like the uh, have the scouted you yet? We're waiting for the, the trials yeah. because with, with the pandemic, there's been none on for ages yeah. for the last like sort of twelve months. So we wanted to have me to, yeah. to try. <laughs> well, we'll, 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 I know Liam, right? Who's uh, who's married to um, the Wolves women captain? I'll make sure that when the trials come up, I'll give I'll give a give a little mention to you both. Okay, well, not to you. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully that's a good opportunity, and we'll and hopefully you'll get into the program because uh, she's got some got some ability and got some ambition, Amy. That's fantastic. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> guys, thanks for joining us again today. Always a pleasure. Bye. Enjoy. The rest you of your day. See you soon. See ya. Bye. 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 And uh, it's always a pleasure to uh, to listen to them too. Uh, such a lovely uh, family. Uh, next up, we've got the Newcastle point of view because we're going to be joined by Carl. 
from Newcastle Fan TV. Good morning, Carl. How are you? I'm well, mate. How are you? Uh, we're good. Yeah, not too bad. The sun is out. Um, obviously, we're probably in a lot happier place generally than where you guys are at at the moment. What's the general consensus from the Newcastle fans on the result from last night? I think, um, surprisingly, a lot of us were um, kind of disappointed in the not disappointed because we would have taken a, a point before the game all day long. You know, even two weeks ago, if you'd mentioned we we're going to take a point against Wolves, we'd take it. And as you've said, you know, I think in in hindsight, we all should have put some money on it because it's almost a guaranteed result between the two of us. That's what Amy says right at the top <laughs> of the show. Ridiculous, isn't it? Really, it's just a bit. Just, yeah. Was there any point watching that game? Because we know the end result before it even started. <laughs> That's how it felt. But I mean, as as all of you guys have mentioned, um, after the first thirty minutes and the opportunities we had, we were quite disappointed we didn't take three points um, because we should have taken those chances. And I think it would have been a lot more difficult to let you back into the game for the remaining sixty minutes then. Um, but in all in all honesty, after letting it settle and looking at it this morning, I think a draw was a fair result on, on the basis of things that, that went on. Yeah. Um, what was you going to say, Dave? I was going to say, well, the first 30 minutes, you were out the blocks really fast. Yeah. Um, I thought we grew into it. And I thought, actually, when you scored, we were actually starting the second half to the stronger and it kind of, kind of came against the runner play, the, the goal, even not saying that you didn't have chances earlier because you did dominate early on, like I said, the first 30 minutes. But... We grew into the game, uh, started to create a few chances towards the end of the first half and then started in the same vein in the second half and then bish, bash, bosh. Maximus had three players on him, turned him inside, so he's got his head on it and then it was an early ball in. It was a great header to finish uh, yeah. low the bottom right-hand corner to take the lead 1-0. Absolutely. Um, I wasn't expecting it, if I'm going to be honest. Um, I thought what usually happens in we'll go in at half-time, and we really come out kind of sluggish in the second half. And that seemed like it was, was the case. And I wasn't expecting that at all. Uh, but as you say, it was a, a great header from Jamal LaSalle's. Um, it's just a shame that Almiron had had to go off injured to make way for, for Ryan Fraser. But Ryan Fraser's been our most effective player when it comes to crossing. He's probably played the least amount of minutes, which says a lot about what goes on at Newcastle United. We don't play players in the right position. Um, but there was a lot of positives to take from last night. And I hate sounding like Steve Bruce because he's not a, no one's a fan of him on Newcastle at the moment. Um, but there are positives. And I think if we continue to play that we have been playing, then, then I hope that we'll, we'll have enough about us to be safe. Um, but yeah, Adama Traore last night was excellent. Um, I think he needs. To, I think you'll probably agree. Probably needs to work on his final ball. Um, but other than that, he was he was always dangerous. And him against Kraft was always a worry before the game. Um, you know, I thought um, Martinho wasn't his usual self. But again, you've got so much more quality than we have. So I was happy to take a point at the end of the day. And then um, how how do you feel about going forward for the rest of the season? Newcastle, are you concerned or do you think... I, I personally hope that Newcastle do it and stay up. I haven't been to St. James Park, so it's on my wish list for away grounds. But... Um, they're just a team that, for me, have to be in the Premier League. Like they're such a fantastic football club. So really hope you know we're all behind you, kind of here on this channel, especially. So especially as we don't want Albion to, yeah. to creep in. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So what are your thoughts on the rest of the season? I think you've got a I few think... quite crucial games coming up, haven't you? Massively, and like I said, we didn't really expect to to get a result 
yesterday. Um, so we're happy with that. Had it gone the other way, um, I was already really concerned that we're going to get dragged into this because I think or I felt like Fulham were playing the better football than we were. Um, that being said, on paper, we've probably got, like you say, the the easier run of games than, than Fulham have. And we need to we need to have enough about us to, to get results against uh, West Brom next week, then Villa, then Brighton. Um, you know, Villa's going to be a tough game, as will West Brom. But I really do expect us to be able to take points against West Brom. But I expected us to take points against Sheffield United and we didn't. So I'm, I am worried. I'm not going to lie. I think we're starting to rely on too much of what's going on around us. We need Crystal yeah. Palace to do a massive favour for us today. And that's not where I want to be with 12 games left to go in the season. It's ridiculous. Yeah, um, it's always quite dangerous when you feel like you're relying on others because you can like, if you're in control of it, you can kind of control it yourselves. But when you start falling into that trap, it does become, as a fan, very, very nerve wracking. Absolutely, it's frustrating, and it's no disrespect to Wolves because I'm, you know, I've always had being from the Midlands. I've always had my brother-in-law's a Wolves fan, um, but you're in the Championship for a long time, and it's happened with Villa as well. You've come out of the Championship, you've progressed so well, and you become, you've, you've, you know, you've you've done absolute bits. You, you the players you've got in are, are fantastic players. You've got a fantastic coaching, and hearing you guys talk about Newcastle, not disrespectively, but saying that you should be getting points against teams like Newcastle, which is right, is so frustrating to hear as a Newcastle fan. Um, but it, it, that's unfortunately where we're at. Where, where we're at. So we just need to, we need everyone to, to jump on board and support what's there to try and get us over the line. Um, because whilst Mike Ashley's in, we're not doing anything. Unfortunately, being around the relegation zone, that, that's where oh, we're at. God, I, do, I do feel for you with that side with the board and... Steve Bruce, like, like Newcastle should be. Sorry, I'm gone. Finish. I'm just going to say Newcastle should definitely be having better managers than Steve Bruce. Like, no, like Steve Bruce, he's not going to take Newcastle to where they should be, in my opinion. But no. I think quite a lot of Newcastle fans probably agree with that. <laughs> definitely. I was going to ask you what what is the latest because, you know, me. Amy and all of us Wolves fans, we understand the pain and the suffering. I mean, yeah. like we went all the way down to League One. In yeah. hindsight, that was probably the best thing that happened to us because it got rid of the deadwood. We we, we basically rebuilt from the bottom up. Uh, that it was, you know, Jess Moxie. He had a bit of criticism, but he did run a very tight financial ship. And then when the owners came in, Fosse, and they did look at a lot of clubs, over twenty clubs, including I think Newcastle. And uh, they picked Wolves. And obviously, since then, they've made a couple of mistakes, but they've got most of it right. And having that ownership that's really got a 10-year plan to build the club and obviously it's helped with having a few connections with uh, the Mendes stable to be able to persuade the likes of Neves to come yeah. and Willie Bolly in the championship as well. Um, you know, Newcastle, massive, massive, giant club, massive fan base, you know, I think a lot of people can say underachieving for so, so many years. And it's kind of like, I think you're like punching with one hand behind your back with Mike yeah. Ashley. What's the latest with the transfer, uh, with the uh, the takeover situation at Newcastle? And how are the fans feeling about it? A lot of frustration, I can imagine. Uh, you know, social media for Newcastle fans at the moment, especially Twitter, has been an absolute nightmare. Like the fan, people won't admit this, but I think the fan base is so divided. And that's because there's a lot of people out there creating content who are using the takeover as a uh, as a way to get more followers and things like that and pretending to be in the know. But in actual fact, nobody knows anything about what's going on. So um, there's a group called the Newcastle Consortium that was put together. They approached the Premier League um, demanding answers, essentially. And then they um, have managed to kind of 
push some legal battles a lot. Not with Mike Ashley, but he's going in the same sort of direction. So it's current arbitration is currently going on ongoing at the moment. Um, with regards to how it was handled. But for me, mate, if I'm completely honest, I don't know, but I expect that it's dead in the water. Um yeah. especially with what Biden's come out and said about the 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 involvement from the Saudis um with, with the, the murder of, of the uh, uh the journalist. I can't remember his name, so I do apologize. Um but then Amanda Stavely has lost a court case as well, um, which isn't directly connected, but I think people, are, if Newcastle fans are watching this, so I apologise, but I think a lot of them are deluded in thinking that this takeover is going to happen because it's not, it's not in my opinion. And we won't know until it does. So, um, yeah, I think the one thing I want to stop is people saying that the, that they know it's going to happen and teasing fans because it, it, it's that's just not the case at the moment. I think what you said about Wolves going down, no one wants Newcastle to get relegated, but I really do think that, you know, for to push Mike Ashley out the door, an extended stay in the championship sometimes seems like the only way to get rid of the deadwood, like you say, and really have a, a, a reset on the club. Yeah. I'll yeah. Well, what, come on, Dave. I'll, I'll tell you what, it's, it, I know it's it's painful for you guys. I've, I've, I don't, you, you kind of, you'd be going to have one big guy, you, Brighton, and probably Burnley going to have an eye on the uh, Crystal Palace yeah. versus the uh, Fulham game today. But the thing that, really intrigues me is the last match of the season Fulham <laughs> Newcastle Fulham if everything goes well they could have uh, fans in the stadium if you're within sort of three points because they've got slightly better goal difference and you're playing Fulham with fans in the stadium do you think that's fair? Uh, I mean Hayden Cottage is quite a quiet ground though <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that I mean it's it's a tough one because you've got to, as much as um we can't blame it on the fact that the fans will be in the ground you know what i mean because realistically we shouldn't be in that we shouldn't be putting ourselves in that position by then anyway so if we are i think we've only got ourselves to blame and if it's fulham's 12th man that pushes them over the line um to keep them in the premier league then we've only got ourselves to blame for me mate um yeah it's worrying because they've got a lot of informed players um and I, I do believe they're playing better football than us at the moment. I think from what we've heard, Miggy might be out for a while. So that's going to be a massive miss. Um, Maximan will probably be out for a few weeks as well because he's quite injury prone at the moment. So it's oh, a worry. If you lost all, you know, all, and then obviously, is it, who's your main striker that's out? Callum Wilson. Callum Wilson. Yeah. All those forward creative players. There is, um, I have heard a little bit sing on the grapevine because I do have a couple of connections uh, that not all the Premier League clubs are happy about the last match of the season for all the advantage for all the home teams. There's, there oh, is okay. talk that there might, that the, the game before maybe the, the last but one game might be pushed back to allow a home and an away advantage to be evened out potentially. I'm not, that's just hearsay. But... I just think they should just say for one game at the end of the season, just write it off. Just say fans come back in from the start of the next season because I do think in important games it could be quite a big factor. Like you'd be so aggrieved. Like you said, I, I completely agree you shouldn't be in that situation. But if it was, I don't know, say Albion and Sheffield United, they're both yeah, in the yeah. bottom. I do, I do think it does play a lot for it. I really yeah. do, and especially for us, like supporting very big clubs that have huge home 
but like I've not been to St James's Park, but I can imagine the noise there and the, the, the away fans there are completely away yeah. from anyone, aren't they? So you've got complete home advantage and for like Wolves and stuff as well. It is a fortress and I do think it's very, very, very unfair. So I just think they should just say just next season it's one game next season just have all fans and that's my opinion anyway no i i i agree with that to be fair like i said i think we'd i'll probably be in a bit strong but like we shouldn't be in that position but like you say if it's the last game and that's the only one that's going to have fans and relegation is on the line then yeah it's, it's a tough one to it will be a bit of a pill to swallow definitely but just watch the space on the game before because that something might happen with that um potentially um just a little bit of something that i've heard uh, spoken about that, that that there might be something that happens with that to try and even it out. You can understand um, the, where Amy's coming from, yeah, because it is an advantage, especially relegation. There's millions on on the line. Just to finish off, uh, Carl, Amy, uh, Newcastle away, fantastic uh, away. Went for the weekend, brilliant. Uh, the Geordie fans were absolutely fantastic. And the one thing I have to say, you have to be super fit to go because <laughs> it, you're so far up in the gods you have to you know you, you have to be fit to get to the to, to get to your seat so you will be okay amy don't worry <laughs> my dad's yeah. been to newcastle away quite a few times we kept banging on about it when we was watching last night it's like oh we've got to get you there next season amy newcastle got to stay up so we can get you there so if you um if you do have uh, difficulty getting away tickets and you're desperate to go and you want to sit in the home end, I can definitely get you two tickets at the front of the Gallagher <laughs> if you want, if you fancy them. You can we'll always borrow my to, season ticket. We'll just have to sit on our hands when we score in the last. Change my accent for the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be fair, it, it's all right because it's usually me sat there, so you won't be too bad. <laughs> I'm not that glimmer. Carl, just to finish off with, I'm just going to put you on the spot right now. Do you think? Right now, right this second, Newcastle will stay up for next season. No, mate, I don't. Really? No, I really don't. I don't. I, I, a lot of people disagree. I, I think it stinks in the McLaren area, and I, I think we'll go down. And okay. The only reason I say that is because of the two injuries that we've got last night, and they're integral to this team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well we hope. We hope. I think we all we've come to the conclusion that we're all rooting for you, and we all. Would like you to stay. We've got to stay up because away. And I, personal reasons only, but no, we're all backing you. I think like I've said it before, but Newcastle to me are a team that needs to be in the Premier League. So, um, we hope that you can go back and you you can't take Albion's place in those bottom three. No, otherwise, no. <laughs> that won't happen. That won't no. happen. <laughs> They've gone. <laughs> You'll beat the baggies. Don't worry. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> they only win one game every every year. Uh, every seven weeks, so you'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, well, thanks for joining us, Carl. Thank you if very you much for having me on. And hopefully we can get you back on for next season when you've stayed up by um, scoring a 94th-minute equaliser away at Fulham in the last match of the season. I could imagine you'd be bouncing off the, uh, bouncing around if that happened. Can you imagine? Uh, absolutely, mate. And it'll be a, a lot easier for me to do videos with, you, with yourselves because it's only 10 minutes up the road rather than driving three hours. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Have a great day, buddy. And thanks for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Fantastic. Always great to try and have um, opposition fans coming on and talking so candidly. Really top fella, that Carl. 
uh, check out their channel, uh, Newcastle Fan TV. Um, it's a really great Newcastle channel, really friendly bunch of people as well. And I've got to say, the Geordie fans are absolutely fantastic. Oh, Geordies are just fantastic anyway, aren't they? So they're really down to earth people. So hopefully they'll stay up so we can get up there next. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we've got uh, coming up, we've got Scott, we've got Stat, uh, Speedy the Statman, and then we've got young Steve from the Howlers as well coming on today. So let's bring on young Scott. Let's see what shirt he's got on today. And he's got a Mexico top. Oh, on. Mexico. Si, senor. Yeah, I really like this one, but it's a bit oh, there's tight. There's a dog. There's a dog there. Yeah, it's Toby. Oh, hello, Toby. You okay? Oh, look at him. How are you, yeah. Scott? I'm good, yeah. Um, bit of a boring game, in my opinion, last night. But um, still yeah. still got a point out of it for, for, at a difficult place to go as well. So it's one of them where um, Man City is probably the one where we might not get nothing out of. So to get a point from Newcastle away, I'll take that. Hey. I, me and Dave said this last week and yeah. I'm convinced we will, I don't think we'll beat Man City but I think we will draw against City on Tuesday because we are Man City's bogey team is what I strongly believe I'm going one further I'm going, I'm, I've, put, I've already put, uh, put some money on a, a Wolves win I mean I think you are going to be five but I think they've got to they've got to drop points at some, some way and I think I think it's going to be Tuesday Anyway, I digress. Well, they're on like a 14 game on beat and run, ain't they? 20 games. 20 games. They've won 20 games in a row. Wow. Well, it's going to take something special for us to beat them, let's put it that way. Yeah, that's why they're playing Wolves, mate. That's why. <laughs> that's, uh, that's where well, we come in. Well, I remember, <laughs> I remember being at the Etihad when Troy Ori got his uh, double. And if we oh could my repeat. Unbelievable day. If we could repeat something like that, then I'll be happy days. And then Trial's, cousin, Trial's cousin was sat in front of me and he <laughs> they was going absolutely mental. It was crazy. What a and, day. And both goals were virtually identical. Carbon copies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, the one, back to last the one, night. The one key ingredient for those goals as well, though. Um, that way. <laughs> Raul. The Mexican sensation. Yeah, I'll be glad when we get him back. Honestly, will because I felt sorry for Jose. Like he got a lot of stick last night, saying that he hadn't done much. But to be honest, most of the balls that were coming into the um, area wasn't balls for him. They were just balls trying to get goals, trying to just put it into danger and hope. Nothing was really going for him. But at the same time, when Silver came on, Silver made himself a lot more active than I thought Jose did, yeah, and came closer to came closer to scoring as well. Um, yeah. But I'm just. I'm just hoping that in time he'll get that first goal and he'll calm him and hopefully yeah. lead to a lot more goals. But yeah. um, Neves again for me was just the guy. Like he never has dragged us it to a point, in my opinion. Like that guy, especially after he scored as well, he became like a possessed man. Like oh, I yeah. like the I like the fact that he's in the box a lot more now as well. I mean, like, can we just can we just also say something on the Neves thing? Is I never scored with his head. Never yeah. like what the hell? Like first stop time the, ever. Stop the clocks. Never scored with his head. <laughs> but no, I've tried. To, to me, Neves has been like this season, especially Neves has been the fighting force in our team uh, to get them going, get them geared up. Something that we see Cody do a lot, but obviously I think we've seen a lot more from Neves in that in that way. Yeah. 
Um, but last night, Traore was the main guy for me. Traore was just as St. Maximin for them was dangerous. Traore was dangerous um, on behalf of us. And I just wish we could get that type of Traore every game, be a consistency and hopefully lead to more goals. But I was, I think he did enough to earn man the match. I think that was, Neto played well, but I think it was probably one of Neto's more quieter games. He's a bit off um, the ball last night, wasn't he? Yeah. But I think you could say that was the same for quite a few of the quite a few of the lads last night. Um, Newcastle's a tough place to go. Um, when it's full, when it's empty like it was last night, it is a tough place to go. But to come away with a point, um, I'll take. Because at the end of the day, Newcastle are fighting for their lives down there. So they were more up for that game. You could see straight away from that first half an hour that they were more up for it. And they, I honestly thought they were going to win because that's St. Maximin. At one point, I think I wrote on Twitter, somebody break his legs because yeah. like literally nobody was stopping him. He was I'll like, turn what, his side out. If Newcastle does go down, we have been linked with, uh, with him. Um, mm. he, I think he would fit into the Wolves system really, really well. You know, Maximus. He's a good player. He's a really good player. Um, but it's one of them where, he, like Traore is a, a problem for the opposition, he's their version of Traore, and it just proved it when we couldn't stop him. And I thought the goal would eventually come from him, and eventually it kind of did, because that first cross that he put in, even though it wasn't met by anybody, did lead to the goal because I think it was Fraser put it back in, which led to their goal. Um, but yeah, when he went off, it, it was like a blessing in disguise. I know, I was, I was very, I was like, oh, well, that's good for Wolves because you still could yeah. see a goal or two coming from him, couldn't you? Yeah. So, um, But we hope that he's okay and obviously for Newcastle yeah. as well because it must be, you know, what we'd feel like if that if it, that was us. So in yeah. the moment, it was good for Wolves, but I hope he, hope he can get back to their side yeah. and help them. I hope they stay up as well because Newcastle's a lovely place to go. Lovely people, amazing ground, and like Dave said, you're up there in the god with the gods. You've been stopped Newcastle away. Yeah, it was the, f the first time I went there. I took my son to his first ever away game, and Aww. we we did like a pub stop before the game, and they were trying to get him to do um, Geordie slangs, like you know the common Geordie sayings and stuff like that. Trying to get my lad to do it, and he was doing it, and the one fan gave him ten quid, Aww. so. It was one of them. It was there were really nice people, really welcoming. And then when we went to the stadium, and it was the game where Doherty scored in the last minute. Oh my well. god, amazing! So it was as well going ballistic. Tell you what, that was, I went for the weekend. Um, Scott went up, um, walked on the river on the evening, went into a couple of bars and stuff like that. Had a karaoke and stuff. The Geordies were were absolutely brilliant. And then mm. went for a nice little dessert. Just down the road, there's a lot of Vietnamese street food restaurants. I went in there, and, in the, and they got little restaurants. They got like in a little tuk-tuk, and you have your meal. It was a, a little tin. It was brilliant. And then just walked up to the ground. And um, as I say, the Geordie fans, like you say, and they were, the banter was really good, but they were so friendly. Uh, it's a class away day. So class. I would definitely want to go again if... if we do get the chance to get back in stadiums. So I definitely would love to go back up there again. It's a great place to go. Um, I don't want to keep you because obviously I know you've got other people waiting as well. So I'll let you know my uh, man, man of the match. Uh, my man of the match was Traore. Um, I think he did enough to earn that. Um, but second to that, I would probably say Neves. 
And then for my match rating, I would say five. And the reason why I give it a low five. score, like, yeah, the reason why I give it low is because in that first half an hour, you saw the fight that Newcastle gave against us. And we were just non-existent in that first half an hour. And it was something like that that we kind of need um, to put in, in every game that we play. And it was just, it was horrible to watch. It was just horrible to watch that for the first half an hour. They, if they were a lot in better circumstances or a lot better in strength-wise and scoring-wise, they probably could have got two or three pastas in that first half an hour. Um, and also the fact of, like, they could have won the game near the end if it weren't for Sace getting in the way. Yeah. So, do you know what I mean? And at one stage, I honestly thought they were going to call it back for handball. But when you see it, it was, I think it hit, like, here. Right here. Like the... His arm was like to his side. Yeah, then tucked that in. It was fine. It was side so, on. So he could, yeah. you know, it would have hit his body, basically. But if Sace didn't have the, the knowledge to go behind Patricia, you would say that was that was the golden goal that they got to win the game. So for me, it wasn't the greatest of games. It wasn't the greatest of performance. And if that was a, a stronger Newcastle side that ain't fighting for the relegation, then it would have gone a different way, totally. <laughs> Oh, Babby's crying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Some really good points again, Scott. So thank you for joining yeah. us. And thanks for patiently uh, sitting in the green room for us as well with your green top on. <laughs> no worries. I'm going to go oh. and watch uh, Sunday football now and see what happens. Hopefully right, we'll... Man. Look forward hopefully... to seeing you soon. Yes, definitely. Thank you for having me on again, guys. See you soon. Say again. What was that, sorry? i a few skills when I'm up and running, mate. I'm a good number 10, mate. I think I need to lose this belly before I start again. So, <laughs> uh. All right, have a great day. You Thank too, you. guys. All the best. Bye bye. So, uh, just uh, two callers left now. Next up is uh, Statman Speedy, followed by the young man Steve. Hello, Speedy. Let's get you. Let's get you on, Morton. Your head's just poking <laughs> above there at the moment. Let's push your thing down oh, sorry, a bit. Is that better? Yeah. A little oh. bit better, yeah. Oh, sorry, the iPad's paying up again. <laughs> no worries. How are you? Uh, well, the guest isn't the guest isn't here yet, so I'm a bit stressed. Not at you, lot. Um. Oh, I forgot about this guest. This special surprise. We were having oh. a surprise, weren't we? Yeah. Um. Well, can I let you to the surprise, or do you want him to come on another night or another game? It's your decision. You're the bosses. <laughs> I don't I don't really know what you mean. Is it some celebrity you've got coming on or something? It's no, not new Oh, I love him, mate. My mum fancies him, so yeah, my mum it means good <laughs> treat for me, my mum. <laughs> no, uh, basically I'll let you I'll I'll tell you, but I know you said not last week because you went, no, 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 no. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you. So basically we're we're, we're having an extra addition to the speedy household. We've got a dog coming today called Cody. I thought it was going to be a dog because I know that you lost your dog recently so I thought they, it yeah. might be a dog as a surprise. Cody, what a fantastic name. I love it. I love it. It's a Pomer Poo, so it's a poodle with a Pomeranian but apparently he's clever, intelligent, placid, calming and he's, he's, he's a lovely dog and he's coming today at two o'clock. So, uh, and he's going to know all the stats as well. Yeah, he does. I, I, I'm going to teach him to learn his own name because he's quite clever, like intelligent, so that'd be good. Well, yes, we look forward to meeting Cody next time if he's not coming till two. We won't Where are you from? 
Say that again, sorry, Dave. Where are you getting him from? Uh, Warsaw. Warsaw. I know, I know, sorry to mention that. Sorry, I know it's a swear word on here. <laughs> no, Warsaw? No, it's not. Warsaw's fine. Oh, okay. Who Warsaw? You'll scrap around that. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, that's, uh, that's such exciting news. It is, it is. I, need, I just need to calm... Well, I'm excited, but obviously a bit nervous, but I'm all right. I'm all right. So well, you've, had, you've had a dog before, haven't you? So it'll, all, it'll, it'll be great. It'll be all right. I just, it just takes a bit of... I don't like change, you know. You obviously know about my autism, so it, you know what I mean? It's just a bit of adjusting to it, but I'll be all right. I'll adjust to it. I'll be okay. Fantastic. Thank so what, what, what have you got? You usually have something prepared for us, don't you? So what have you got for us today? Uh, so, thank you for having me on the show. Uh, Mum is better, Dave. Thank you for your love and wishes. Uh, Mum did watch you, Dave, but she was, well, watching as best as she could. Um, yeah. Anyway, so uh, the game was 1-1. Shots, 19 to Newcastle. Oh, look at the camera. Great. Uh, shots for Wolves, 14. On target was 7. On target uh, for Newcastle was 7. Target for Wolves was 4. Three corners uh, for Newcastle, 5 for Wolves. Offside, Newcastle were caught off twice. Um, offside for Wolves, zero. Um, yellow cards, two for Newcastle, none for Wolves. Red cards, no one got sent off. Here's the pattern stat. So 387 for Newcastle and 423 for Wolves, which was good. Um, passing accuracy, Amy, I know you like this stat as well as myself. Um, 83% for Newcastle and Wolves have actually gone up because the last game they played against... Oh, it was the last game. Leeds. Oh, no. Leeds, thank you. Leeds. Day, thank you. Um, it was 75, and, t uh, and yesterday was 80%, so they went up, which was good. Uh, possession, Wolves had a majority of it, which, well, 5% more, so 53% to Newcastle's 48%. And they're the stats. Thank you for those. It's always good to have a bit of an overview. I think I'm quite surprised by the passing, because I thought the passing was awful in some parts. So they um, obviously got better in, I think that was probably the second half because the third, first 30 minutes the passes were all over the place so um, that's mm. good to see that that's, in, that's improving anyway which is good so that's fantastic It, it is um, Did so, you do um, Speedy? Welcome Sorry to be weird, what's your surname? Because maybe my mum wants to know because we keep calling you Dadlin Dave if you're too, is that okay? Or is that a bit weird? surname's Dave, I'll tell you off, I'll tell you off later it's my first Tell name's Dazzling. My legal name is Dazzling Dave. You told me what do you mean you tell me off? Oh, you told me later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. Not on air. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right, all right, sir. All right, sir. No worries. Um so, oh sorry, fouls. Uh, Newcastle eleven, Wolverhampton Wanderers thirteen. Oh yeah, and your fact you wanted, Dave, as you call me Statman Speedy, they are two points from uh, worst off from last season. I've got additional notes and I've got a few more points, but you're the bosses, so you can question me like a policeman. What well, I'm not going to try. <laughs> <laughs> you make me laugh, mate. You do. You're ace. We uh, love you. I mean, you can say you if you want to end with the extra stats and thoughts, then go ahead. Take take to the stage. Thank you. I'll be like Freddie Mercury. And I'll be a showman. <laughs> um, yeah. So guest is at Rhyme until two, which I mentioned. Adama was my man of the match. He looked uh, well. He, he was brilliant. Um, first half rating was a five. Uh, my mum did agree. Well, tried to agree, even though she was well you know, ill. Um, I think if the crowds were there, uh, Wolves would have won the game. Um, uh, yeah. So nine out of the twelve games, you like this uh, fact, Dave? Uh, Wolves have drawn. Well, it's been a draw, one all. 
Um, Amy, for yourself, uh, my mum couldn't stop laughing at your dad's story. She was in a... Oh. She was in a she couldn't stop laughing. And also, Dave, for your charity match, could I do the stats or could I have some involvement? And I, as I think it's a good... Uh, if we get it off well, the ground, which will hopefully be for 2022, then of course, mate, we'll get you on and you can be the official stat man for the game. Yes. I, I love that. Like Dave with the box, go! Like that, yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I can say I'm, I can say I'm the Twitchy just had in the opposition's box. You like that? That'd be great. Be good yeah, to have yeah. you on board for that. For hey, sure. Yeah, I'm gonna get Amy playing as well. Don't you worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can, I can. Come I'm gonna put because she's, she's, uh, she's fast. I'm gonna get her on the wing. I think. I won't be able to pitch the ball, but I can just run, <laughs> run at everyone. Dave, you would be Daniel Pedence because no, I'm not saying you're small. Well, you are. A little bit, but you're like, you're, you're, like, you're like one of them Hazard players, like you're good at turning. Sorry, so, so I didn't sound offensive, so I apologise if it does. You're like one of them Hazard, and then you get in the spaces, which is good. And Amy, you would be, because you're quite quick, I'd say Neto. So, okay, I'll, I'll take Neto, that's fine. I'll take, I'll take Daniel Pedence. I am taller, <laughs> but if I've got his skill and I'm a bit like a Hazard, I'll take that, mate. That's I, I like that. I think that's where I'm about. You got me about right. And uh, I think we've yeah. got Amy about right as well, because she will get her head down and just run at the players. And then yeah. she'll get this clinical delivery uh, into the box. And we'll probably not be quick enough to get up there to head it in, but she'll get the ball in the box. Sorry, I can try my best. <laughs> yeah, the description was good. The little hazard uh, into the key spaces. And uh, yeah, but yeah, there's a, uh, well, yeah, there's me. <laughs> Thanks. Well, thanks for coming on, and I hope the dog arrival goes well. And we'll yeah. we'll see we'll see Cody on the next one. You will do, and uh, thank you for, as always. Have no a worries, great thank weekend. you. Uh, I'm glad your mom's feeling better. Send our love and best wishes from me and Amy to your mom. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, she's all right. She's a warrior. She's just tired from this pandemic, like most of us. But hopefully, we'll get back to normal on June the twenty-first. Oh yeah, just quickly, what's the one thing you're looking forward to? Uh, Piers Morgan asked us on Good Morning Britain. What's the one thing you're looking forward to when uh, when we can get back to normal life? James, I don't know if you've actually heard the, the news, but on Twitter it was said that me and Amy should be the new Good Morning Britain. <laughs> really? <laughs> what, could, what could I? What could I be? How do you know? You'd be Prime Minister. We'll get you as the weatherman. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be good one. I'd be like, there's clouds here today, but we're gonna have a sunny breeze like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. That's Fantastic. What, as, as the week goes on, we're going to have sunny breezes. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. I'll, I'll contact Piers Morgan. I'm joking. Okay. Right. Take care, James. Right. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Such a lovely lad, uh, James. Uh, Tuba Wolves Craig, who was on earlier, speedy legend. Love the call. Great stats. That's really nice, isn't it? Yeah. Um, absolutely brilliant. And we've got to say, um, he's waited patiently in the green room. He was last to join the thing. He's so sorry about that. But he's, he's here. And he is from the Howlers, the Wolfpack Howlers, our good friend, friend of the channel, Steve. How you doing, mate? Thanks for waiting. Good morning, Britain. How you doing? Good morning. I'll tell you what, we'll get our agents onto that because I think we could do a decent job, but we'd get, probably get rid of Piers Morden off the show. Probably. What a legend, mate. What a legend, Steve. Fantastic. Um, yeah, I'll, just, I'll come on just to talk about um, the game last night. And um, I just, it's, it's a little bit, 
again, frust- frustration because we knew what the score was going to be at the start of the game. But um, I do think that uh, our tactics have got to change for these uh, lower teams. Uh, Newcastle are a massive club, um, but um, where they are, we we realistically are, you know, a top, you know, a top half team, aren't we? We should be, you know, out looking to dominate possession, uh, close players down, especially at the start of games. I don't know why we have this need to to invite pressure at the start of games. Mm. Um, it's just a bit frustrating. I, I think we've we've lost our fear factor as well. Uh, we 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 just we might frustrate you, but we're never going to outplay you. Um, uh, the Wolves team. It's just, it's just very frustrating. I think um, you know. It could have been three 0 to Newcastle, couldn't it? Yeah, uh, in that first quite half easily. Uh, and we we would have been talking about a, a disastrous performance, wouldn't we? Um, but it's their mistakes that have it's their not finishing that's, that's caused that. That's not us, you know. We we it's it's uh it's it's hard to take really. It's hard to watch. Uh, we should be uh, doing a lot better than what we actually are. So yeah, I just feel like it was. I do agree with you in parts last night. It was a very hard watch, and it was just. I think it was just a bit blah. It was a bit boring. There wasn't anything really. There was parts of elements that were good a bit, but in terms of like a whole game in itself, it was. Mm-hmm. If you were a neutral, you'd have turned off quite quickly. I think. Absolutely. Um, right. Not even one mention of match today. Last night was there about us. Yeah, um, match today. I mean, I got <laughs> back and I was with my parents and I would like put match today and walk and I fell asleep. So that just some doesn't it? <laughs> oh, that's it. There were, there were some spots of genius control, I wouldn't know, some great runs. But again, it's just that frustrating final pass that didn't quite touch, quite make it. The one that was very frustrating was the one with Neto on the right wing. And I think you're saying that Neto stopped. I think Trail just did a bad pass myself. I think it was just uh, one of those one of those games where it just wasn't quite working out. Yeah, I think, yeah, it just didn't work out, did it? But I think, you know, we're all a bit placid by it. I think placid is probably the, the correct word for it, isn't it? Yeah, no one's absolutely. really got much to say we've had a good run if we'd have been talking about that performance after like the end of January and Crystal Palace I think everyone would have been a bit more frustrated but I think because that performance has come off of a very good run and a very good um, accumulation of points on the board everyone is a bit more forgiving about it which comes when you've got a run together doesn't it and fair play to them because I have played some very good football over the last few weeks so we are in a very different position Big shout out to Stace last night. I thought Stace was uh, played really, really well. I thought his uh, his distribution to the to the the wings were was, was fantastic. He, he set up a lot of good chances for us, Stace. So he was my uh, man of the match last night. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's quite good. Yeah, it's nice to have a bit. Yeah, of he, well, played really I think, well. I think he did play really well, and uh, he's come in and he plays. Um, he he just knows that system now, and he you know he's you say it's a throwing together defense, but we see that defence quite a quite a lot last season as well. So they are used to playing alongside each other in that back three formation. And I do think it works, really do. So sure. no, it was it was good to see that. And I think just on to the next, on to City. So what are your thoughts for City on Tuesday? Again, well it's a good team and it's so I think we play better against good better teams, don't we? But I think uh, City this year do look a phenomenal team, don't they? I think we're gonna be we're going, to, we're going to do well to get a draw, um, but I can see us getting beat, if I'm honest. Um, but um, yeah, they've, they've, uh, that Gundogan is, is one of my favourite players in the league this season. He's been amazing. And the last game they played, both the central defenders scored, didn't they? So they can get goals yeah. from absolutely anywhere, can't they? Um, yeah. So I have a question. A bit of trouble next game. <laughs> I have a question I want to ask you about. We've not touched on this really yet, and I'll be interested to see your take. And I'll tell you the reason for why. Fabio Silva. Um, 
came on for 10 minutes. William Jose on for 80 minutes. Um, two things I want to talk about is the contribution of both players. And also, the at the end, I thought Fabio did really... I personally thought Fabio did really well to get on the end and get a shot on target. But a couple of people in the, uh, the chat... Um, disagreed on the watch along and says that he should have should have buried it my view was i thought he did really well to actually get it and get it on target in the keeper you know they say he hit it right at the keeper what are your thoughts on william jose's contribution this is to both of you and also fabio and that shot at the end do you think he should have scored or do you think it was just a, a really good save from the keeper in the end i think it was a very good save is my opinion I agree. I think uh, it, it looked like the defender was going to get it before Silva, didn't it? And I think Silva was quite surprised that he actually got got to it, really. And it, it was a, a last-ditch kind of get-your-head-to-it kind of thing. And uh, your keeper made a fantastic save. But he got in no opposition, didn't he? That's the thing about Silva. He's, he's getting in those positions. And it is a question of time for me with him. I think he's going to he's going to be uh, doing scoring a lot of goals for us. I really do believe that, especially next season. I think that's going to be his season. Um, when it comes to... Um, Got his name, sorry. Jose. 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 <laughs> Jose, just like trying to hold the hold the ball up. But again, all our all our play comes from the wings, doesn't it? You see. Uh, and it's, I always say this, but my biggest peeve being a Wolves fan uh, is the balls not being played through the middle. That's what yeah, I think. That's what he wants. He wants that, that's the service he wants. Um, and he's not getting. He's just getting a, the odd cross here and there, and it just doesn't happen to be in the right place at the right time. So I feel quite sorry for him. But he does hold the ball up quite well, uh, and he does start play off. But he didn't tend to be there in the box at the right time. Jose, uh, for me, but I, for me, I prefer Silva. Um, but I, I think he needs, needs to work a little bit more on his, his finishing. And I think uh, he'll be a good player next season. I really do. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's. I think he probably feels more confident coming on for like 10, 15 minutes towards the end of the game because that was obviously, look, we all know kind of the plan. And I do hope, um, Jose, that he finds his way into the team because I think he does have good hold up plays, strong in. You can you can see the strength of him. Um, mm. So hopefully, I mean, he's come like Tomato, He's come from La Liga, and it's a very difficult league to change to. So hopefully. A few more games. He's only played like six games, I think, or something. So it's not many. Yeah. He'll fit back into the team. And fortunately for him now, they've got the run of results together. So people aren't on his back about him not scoring goals as people were on Silver's back not scoring goals when we went through a bit of a dodgy patch. And in, interesting as well, the, the, the Neves goal, which was, I mean, the ball was on that header that he got in. But Jose made a run to the near post, which drew a defender away. That's and right. managed to get. He did make that run, which opened up the space. So that's right. He's. I, I feel for him a little bit because he, he does give a presence up there, and he has helped. Uh, and there's a couple of times when he's been running through. I mean, look at the Leeds game when um, Neto just had to pass the ball across. It would have been a tapping for him, and he didn't. Uh, Neto. That's probably part of the game that Nuno will try and improve. I didn't think I didn't Neto think had his best game yesterday, but he still got an assist. Um, for the goal, uh, still created something. Um, Great question, Fabio, when he came on, he like I think like what Amy says, he seems like I don't know, like he's re-energized. He's he comes on late, and it's like the pressure's off him now. And I thought he did quite well. But for Jose, um, 
he wants to move to the Premier League. It's a £17 million. Pound. He's got to start scoring at some point. And I just, I don't know. I think the jury's still out on him at the moment. I think he needs that goal. I mean, right okay, now... At the end of the day, you can play well, you can hold the ball up, you can do all these little fancy runs and whatever, but at the end of the day, you're a striker. And what's your main job? Your main job is to put the ball in the back of the net. And if they're not doing that, it's it's, it's hard to justify that price tag at the moment. So... Um, but I'm hoping it comes good. It needs more service, really. I mean, Jose especially needs more service. He's not getting those those clear cut chances. It's not like he's having the chances and, and missing them. He's just not getting the service, is he? Not getting the chances. So, yeah. That's what we need. Again, that's something else we need to work on as well. Absolutely. So, finally, who is your man of the match and your rating, Steve? I'll give it a six. Uh, I thought the first first half was was dire, but um, we got towards the end. It was it was looking quite exciting, but just running out of time. Uh, Stice or Troy Oray. Troy Oray was frustrating because he was so good, but he was his passing wasn't very good. But so I'll give it I'll give it some uh, size. Lovely. Lovely. We've had a few for size, but it's basically in Troy Oray's size for everyone. So um but yeah. that block, I mean, he saved the game for us at yeah, the end of the day. Oh. Was it a save or was it a block? I couldn't quite work it out. I don't know. <laughs> it, <was a> <laughs> it, it hit. It hit. Um, it hit Saez. Literally, he, it, yeah. he, he was running back to get on the line like a good defender should, and he had his kind of like he didn't even see the shot come in. It beat mm. Patricio. Beat Patricio it, I think Patricio got like fingertips to it, and then he went it went over. And then I think he, oh, okay. I feel like he did something with it, and then but it was going in. It was still going in, and then Saez just went like that, and it ricocheted off him. Yeah, and he just yeah, moved yeah. Up over the bar because he was looking around like this and then it went out. <laughs> Fantastic. Right, but thanks for waiting in the green room uh, today. No problem at all. It's been, a, it's been a great show and it's good fit to have you finish off and best wishes to you and all at the all at the Howlers, mate, and hopefully see you on the City match. Hopefully, hopefully see, you see you soon. Yeah, will do. Okay. Nice hopefully to have you. a good day. See you later. See you later. Take care, mate. So, um, yeah, great show again uh, today. Let me just change the... Uh, so we look all nice on the screen. Mm -hmm. I have some great points uh, from everyone. Quite chilled out, a lot calmer, uh, less panicky. It was interesting to hear from the Newcastle uh, guy as well, wasn't it? No, yeah, it's good to get the um, other fans on. It makes it a bit more balanced, I think, and fair play to other fans coming on a Wolves channel. So. <laughs> No, that's been good. And you're still sticking there, like we said. So you, I think you went with uh, Adama and a 6 out of 10. I've gone with an Adama. I went with a 7 out of 10. A couple of people went with a 5, which I thought was probably a little harsh. I thought um, I gave the first half on the uh, around about a, a 6, and I thought the, the second half was probably 7.5 to an 8 because I thought we did better. That's why I went with a 7 in the end. And um, your thoughts to finish off, Amy? Uh, Man City? I've said it. We're going to draw against City. I'm going to draw. I'm not saying what the result's going to be, but I think we will draw against City, which is as close as a score prediction you're ever going to get. Yes, from uh, from you. And do, do you think he'll all being well go with the same team, pretty much? Yeah, I can't see him changing it. It seems to be um, working at the moment. I think it'd be really nice for Jose to get off the blocks, especially against City. I think that would do him a world of confidence. But you know, it's going to be hard against City because they are just phenomenal at the moment. Um, I think 
it will definitely be uh we'll probably only have about 20 percent possession especially at their place but i'm fine with that i'm fine with that um i think against two nil the away game that we alluded to earlier against the etihad last year i think they only had about 25 percent possession but they got the winner so i think we're more i'm happy for that to happen against city yeah, um, you know, someone's got to stop them at some point. So why can't it be Wolves? We do tend to have a little bit of the sign over them at times uh, in recent years. You know, I mean, we did the double over them last year, and I think the Asia Trophy. Yeah, first well. ever, first ever Premier League game that Wolves won was against City in two thousand and three. So that's a fun fact for you. Colin Cameron scored one now. Um, oh, crikey! So, so, yeah, so I'm, I'm quite confident against City. We'll probably be sat here and we'll have lost 4 0 and it'll have all been, but anyway, I'm confident. <laughs> I'm confident. I'm going for a, I'm going for a 2 1. Smokey Dragon's just asked about Bolly. I think he's about four weeks away. Um, uh, Chaotic Ranger says City is a free hit, expected to lose anything more would be a great result, exactly. Uh, Patrick Moran, great show, Dave and Amy. Keep up the good work, love the content. I will believe we'll be fine. Uh, against City, I believe. So, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. So thanks to everyone uh, who's joined us as guests today. Uh, thanks for Carl from uh, Newcastle Fan TV and um, and everyone that's joined us in the chat. And, of course, uh, my lovely co-host, Ames. Um, with, uh, the Blossom's not made an appearance today. Oh, she's asleep. She's having a rest, so that's fair enough. So from myself, Dazzling Dave, and uh, and from Amy. Bye. Always wolves. Always wolves. It's the ninetieth minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.